Hey, 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 welcome to Stay At Home Thad. Ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of a hiatus there, but we're back. We're ready to go. And uh, joined by some jabronis. Actually, the the whole jabroni group is in the house. We've got our uh, Spartan Slappy all the way from the volunteer state, our friend Richie. Richie, what's going on, pal? Yo, yo, yo. Excited to be back. Glad we can do this again. Sorry I missed the last one. Uh, I was probably doing something significantly more important than this. So, uh, yeah, doubt it. I'm here. I'm here. We also are joined again by one of the OGs, producer Sam. Hey. Who's literally never produced an episode of Stay at Home Thad, but is producer Sam. What's yep. up, Sam? Uh, not too much. I'm excited to be here as as always. I'm always honored. There is nothing more important I could be doing. There it is. Right now. Sam, what, what, do, what do the numbers 3 nothing represent to you tonight? You know, it's those are the numbers that could turn one dollar into forty-four, wow. probably in the next seven minutes or so. Wow. Well, we'll we're watching the game live. That's the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and Florida Panthers game in the background. So, I'm sure we'll hear an, an outbreak of emotion or despair, depending on what happens. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, we have the keto grill guy, Joe, in the zoom room Mm. joe planting some trees tonight how's it going pal saving our environment yeah saving our environment one step at a time um but this podcast is more important than finishing my garden so happy Mm. to be here i mean the last two guests just had great answers so points to you guys (laughs) now gentlemen the word hero gets thrown around quite frequently and uh i mean overused to say the least but I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn tonight when I say that tonight I am playing the role of the hero. Uh, uh, are this, this, like, are you allowed to tell yourself you're a hero? This is my podcast, and so I will do as okay. I please. But I'm this is my this is my Jordan flu game episode after successfully avoiding the uh the virus that shall remain nameless for two years and monkeypox. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I managed to contract said ailment and, uh, feeling all right in the moment might have to use the mute button a couple times tonight to, um, cough out a lung, but all in all, I'm doing okay. Thanks for checking in on me today, guys. Really appreciate that. Wow. But, uh, I'm just I, excited I, to I, listen I'm to pretty this. Sure I'm, Richie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who checked in. So Richie also checked in after he said, oh, I didn't believe me. I, I didn't believe you when you told us that you had COVID or the virus that shall rena- rename nameless. Well, shut up. All right. Now, guys, I this, this is where we're going to go today in case you didn't know. But last weekend, I was in the Golden State, the West Coast, Best Coast, California. And I was actually able to attend the Golden State Warriors Game 6 defeat of the Memphis Grizzlies, which I went by myself. 
Loser. I mean, is that a weird flex or is it a ma- major loser move? I'll let major, you decide. Major loser move. <laughs> I don't okay. know that. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, now here's here's what happened at the game. Obviously, you had Ja Morant who was injured for the Grizzlies, and uh, in his stead, you had a, a player on the Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks, a native of Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, who stepped up for the Grizzlies and just became, I would say, the Warriors fan base public enemy number one. And every time he touched, I mean, in game five, he exploded, you know, you know, he went off and uh, Memphis torched Golden State, but he was booed mercilessly by the Warriors fans in game six. And it was awesome. He went off. He had like 30 plus points, if I'm not mistaken. He had a game. Ultimately, the Grizzlies lost, but he just he, he has cemented himself in Golden State Warriors lore as a sports villain that they will hate forever. And sports villains are great. It was an awesome atmosphere. It was so cool how he was, you know, mean mugging the fans every time he bombed a shot. And uh, it was so cool. But it got me thinking that, you know, in sports, we love sports villains. We love to hate opposing players, larger than life figures, you know, players that just, get under not only our team's skin, but the whole fan base's skin. And so I thought what we would do is we would do a little bit of a sports villains fantasy draft tonight as there's a scrum around the net and the Panthers are unable to capitalize. Wow. You're behind, my friend. Two nothing Tampa Bay with 22 seconds remaining. There it goes. There it goes. But anyways, the sports... Villains fantasy draft with the jabronis. So there was a lot of talk back and forth this week about what quantifies a sports villain. There were some that seemed to get really wrapped up in the term villain and couldn't get past the aspect of criminality. Looking at you, Joe. Uh, There was others that didn't seem to understand that some fan bases just hate players. but this is going to be the rule. You present your pick. And if you can convince the room that they're a sports villain, if there's some pushback, then we'll give it to you. If not, we will call you dumb. And uh, you'll have to make another pick. How's that sound? We good with that? Sounds great. That's any- not really how drafts work, but let's do it. Well, this is the stay-at-home fad sports villain. Bonanza. All I know is... They're freaking keeping Bobrovsky in that, and I Sam's not. Sam's not going to hit that three 0 Sorry, Sammy. Sorry, Florida yes. President's Trophies winners, y'all losers. That be right. Any, anyways, here we go. Um, anybody want to volunteer to go first? I'll go last. I'll, I'll, I'll go last, and uh, we'll, we'll snake it. All right. Okay. <clears throat> do we want to do three rounds or four rounds? Let's, let's do, let's do three rounds, and we'll add a four. See where we're at time-wise, right? Yeah, I'll go first. I'll, I would gladly take the number one overall pick. All right, so we're going to do this. We're going to do Joe, Sam, Richie, me, because that's the order of my screen. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, Joe, lead us off. Sports villain, fantasy draft, bonanza, spectacular. I mean, obviously, I wanted to go first because I was worried that if I didn't get the first overall pick, 
there's no way he'd be available at round or pick number two. I'm nervous so. what you're about to do because I think go <laughs> keep going. Aaron Rodgers is my number oh, one. Sports okay, I'm, I'm good still. All <laughs> so right. That is uh, just personally for me, um, he has ended the Dallas Cowboys playoff runs um, a couple times, most notably in 2016 mm-hmm. uh, with a 355 yard game uh, when the Cowboys were 13 and three. Dak Prescott, rookie of the year, number one overall seed, and Aaron Rodgers just housed us in Dallas. And uh, that hurts still to this day. And then also has knocked out the Cowboys, I believe, three times out of the playoffs. So, yeah, my number one sports villain. And also, he's just kind of a jerk. Like, no one, he has a pretty low overall approval. Yeah. Has he been dropped by State Farm? Also, you're, I mean, politics aside, like, he pissed off half of America this year with his uh, COVID. What did he say? He was. Uh, and he was immunized. Okay, the man was immunized. Hey, this this hits a little, guys, guys, guys. Can I interject here? This hits a little close to home tonight. All right, can we, <laughs> can we maybe? You should have. Are, are you immunized? <laughs> good one. All right, that's a good pick to lead us off, Joe. Very nice, Sam. You've got pick number two. Mine is in a in a, in a very similar lane. I thought maybe I thought maybe this was going to be his first pick, but he. The reasoning, a lot of the reasonings, reasoning why Rodgers was Joe's first pick, <clears throat> also why TB12 is my first Ooh. pick. Oh, get out of here. Um, it's a little high. I think you could have got him later, but go on. Hey, well, here's the thing. Okay, the Cowboys getting knocked out of the playoffs. Let's not act like that's a big deal. That's like a normal, regular thing. <laughs> like any, I mean, did every quarterback in the NFC do every- that? for like 25 straight years let's not just give Aaron Rodgers the the market on. go on Steelers so Brady in his in his many years as a Patriot is 12 and three against the Steelers Ooh. and get this get this this is really the three and oh against the Steelers in the playoffs Tom Brady is and you're like okay and this is where it's like you know what Tom Brady knocks the Steelers out three times Rodgers knocks the Cowboys out three times, whatever the number was. Uh, every time Brady knocked the Steelers out is the AFC Championship game, Ooh. and the Patriots won the Super Bowl those years, two thousand one, two thousand four, and twenty sixteen. So that's just wow, sixteen years of dominance, ridiculous. And, and you know do. he's the goat. I can't. I don't. I'm not like trying to say he sucks. That would be ignorant of me. And uh, and now that he's on Tampa Bay, I'm like, hey, TB, TB. There you go. Do your thing. Stay there. Damn. Question for you. As a Steelers fan, were you a little bit sad when Big Ben retired and then Tom Brady sort of retired, knowing that you would have had to share a Hall of Fame induction with Tom Brady and then no. no one cared about Big Ben? No. I not, not like a little part of you. So now you get, I, you get the Paul Canton right now. I think Tom Brady was like, do I really want to compete with Big Ben? I mean, right. Steelers Richie, we're, we're going to move on to Richie. Yeah, that's yeah, so. Every year. You're now on this list. All right. I'm just going to, I'm going to blanket statement this. I'm also going with uh, s- sports I love, but I'm going to say any white basketball player from Duke the last 20 years. <laughs> I didn't know when that sentence was going to end. And I was, yeah, that's, there was a bit of a pause there, but you know, I almost left it out, but. That's not like I loved Zion Williamson, so I couldn't say that. Uh, I can say every basketball player, but I mean, JJ Redick, Christian Leitner, Grayson Allen, 
that's basically all I got. Off the top of my but <laughs> oh, no, you're forgetting Mason Plumley. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah. Plum. He had a twin brother, that didn't he? Terrible. <laughs> yes, but just and then to top it off, Coach K is is literally Satan embodied. So I mean, that's a pretty heavy accusation to, to levy. I mean, but he is a blue I, devil. So what do you want him to say? Mm, like, it's yeah, no, I, hey, kind of historically accurate. Now, fellas, are we going to accept a blanket pick, or do we need him to land on one specific uh, player? See, no, here's my thing. I was going to say Grayson Allen. So I think uh, Richie probably Googled sports villains and <laughs> Duke basketball players was hey, at the top of the list. And if he did, Greg there's Paulus. nothing wrong with that. Remember Greg I, Paulus? Yeah, Greg I, Paulus. That guy sucks. All right, we'll we'll, we'll give it to I, Richie. Basketball in general. So. We'll give it to you. Oh, that's a good one. Chris Jenner, my, do you have any, do you have any Duke alumni listeners? Uh, I would be shocked, but <laughs> potentially. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that, that leads to me. Um, I'm going to go. I don't know if anybody thought of this, but I'm going to go. He's a little bit more recent than, you know, the last couple of years, but I'm going to say Jake Paul because he's a Please. boxer. He's a professional boxer. He, nope. He's one of the greasiest dudes you'll ever see. He is cocky as all get out. He is five and zero in his boxing career. Now he would fall in the category of like criminal villain because there is a list of criminal accusations that he's faced. But I mean, like real boxing people hate him. Non-boxing people hate him. So he he really he checks the box of like everybody hates this guy, and he doesn't really bring anything positive to society from what I can tell. So I mean, he's a professional athlete, guys. It's I mean I. I I think it's going to be hard to shut that pick down, but I'm going to go Jake Paul. So here's my argument. Is he an actual professional or is he, he just in all the amateur like boxing? His, his first bout was um, uh, unprofessional or semi-professional or whatever, but then he actually did qualify or classify as a professional for his last four fights. So he's 4-0 wow. as a professional and he's 1-0 as a, a amateur, I guess. I mean, yeah, that guy sucks. So, like, outside of that, that was my yeah, only. I don't think you're going to get any Jake Paul or Logan Paul defenders on this podcast today. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm. No. I'm I was pretty pumped about that. If I'm, yeah. if I'm being honest. All right. Is this a snake draft? Yeah. So yeah. of course, Dad gets double picks. I get double picks. Um, I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna go to the top of my list, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in our first hockey here. I'm gonna say Sean Avery. <laughs> Sean Avery's been out of the league for a couple of years, but. Uh, I mean the the litany of things that he's done that is just slime ball is pretty long. He's been accused it whether it actually happened or not. He kind of says it didn't happen as it was reported, but apparently he chirped a former Toronto Maple Leaf Jason Blake about a leukemia battle that he faced a previous uh season. Uh he also uh, went after opponents' girlfriends whom he had previously dated and made some pretty disparaging comments about them in the media. He led the league in penalty minutes two times in his career and trash-talking pretty much every year. And actually, as I was doing a little bit of research for this, he I don't know the result of today, but he apparently has a court hearing today for a criminal mischief trial. And Jeez. so, uh, so How do we Sean, find out? How do what's we find that? Results? Uh, we could probably look him up I'd... on it, but, uh, but yeah, he, uh, 
I'm going to say Sean Avery is one of the most hated, and he was hated by his teammates and his own yeah. fan bases. So, I mean, I would say that ranks you as a pretty high sports villain when not only do the other teams and fans, but your own team and fans yeah. hate you. So. I, that's a great pick, Thaddeus. I do wonder that just the one thing you mentioned that made me raise an eyebrow was uh, you said he led the league in trash talking. Seems well, like every. I just wonder how they track that. He he was voted as like, so he he was a guy who I think somebody who may come up in the draft later. But Brad Marchand also has received votes from players like this. But he was voted like the best and also the worst trash talker across and the biggest nose, biggest nose in the NHL. You guys know he has a YouTube channel called Sean Avery's Bike Lane. Yeah, I think I did know that actually. Where he Funny just yelled people that are disrespecting bikeless. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I was in a hockey pool one year, and the winner used his winnings to get Sean Avery to uh, record a cameo, just ripping on the guy who finished last in the league, and he went to town, and it was pretty funny. So, yeah, Sean Avery, that's going to be my first pick. Uh, or my second pick, sorry, after Jake Paul. And that, that will snake back to Ricardo. Richie, who do you got? Isn't it Joe? It's called a uh, snake draft, remember? Are you familiar how it works? Sorry. Sorry for my sins. Um, I'm going to go with, and I think I'll get pushback on this, but I think it's true if you can remove your bias. I think Jim Harbaugh has to be oh my one of the most hated figures in college football this by the majority the, of fan bases. This isn't the list of who MSU has decided that they're in a tizzy with. Okay, ask draft. Sam then, because you guys are, like I said, you can't remove your bias, so we can't have a conversation like adults. But maybe Sam could chirp in. Do you think Jim Harbaugh as a figure in college football is one of the most hated, annoying figures there is. I mean, I'm not getting, I'm not giving you a can, top like five you, or three. Can you just I let guess? Sam answer your question before I, I understand qualifications on it? I think right now, if I'm a Michigan Wolverine student athlete, I'm questioning Jim Harbaugh. That's that's what I can say because that man had it, it seemed like he was you know, he's, he's out. He's out. Yeah. But, but he's that doesn't Minnesota. I, I, don't, I don't think that. Hey, can you let hey, Sam hey, answer? All I'm going to say is I'm questioning his loyalty to the place that where his loyalty should not. Uh, be. I'm not even talking about the place that he's at. Like, I know, you're right. They so, play too. My thing is just, I like in this conversation, does Jim Harbaugh come to mind in a serious way? Like as a sports uh, villain, I I don't. That's that's my pushback. Right, so let, me, let, me give you non, let me give you a non-Michigan reason too. And uh, do you remember that Jim Schwartz almost strangled him out the tunnel when he was playing the Lions against the 49ers because of the way he shook the hand? Yeah, that sounds more like a Jim Schwartz issue than a Jim Hart. Yeah. But whatever. You can have that terrible pick be my guest. In, in the confines of the definition of sports villain, I mean... For an MSU fan, yeah, because you know he occupies ninety eight percent of your mental space, sure. But yeah. but he definitely uh, occupies ninety eight percent of our loss column. Yeah, I mean the fact that you you wanted to bring him up as your second pick says a lot about MSU, probably more than it says about Jim Harbaugh as a person. Honestly, no, I I just think 
he's got to be the most overhyped coach probably in any sport in the last 10 years when he got hired in. How many Big Ten championships does Mel Tucker have? No, dude, it's the other Michigan coach. Who was the one that was? Rich Rod. Rich Rod, was he horrible, right? He's not a villain. Okay, we're we're getting off the rails. We're going to give... Overhyped? We're going to give Richie a pass. Urban Meyer. He's going to get... I mean, Urban Meyer would would have been a a million times better pick any sports villain fantasy draft. But we'll, we'll give you Jim Harbaugh, Richie, so that you can talk to all your MSU fans on your, you know, post you know, Reddit boards Shut and be like, guess, guess what guys? Huh? <laughs> All right, Sam, we're snaking to you. Okay. Uh, knowing that this, that, that is, that this is, you are in this draft. I don't think Richard Joe would have made this pick, but I think he easily could have been your first pick as well. So I'm, I'm pleased. I'm able to get him in the second round with Tom Wilson. Um, okay. Yep. Tom is just an atrocious human being on the ice. Um, <laughs> he has, a uh, cornucopia of suspensions, fines, uh, you name it. He's been fined for it from a, from, I would say purely physical standpoint. So he's not, he's not making headlines for things he's doing outside the rink yeah, from, pretty, from as far as I know, pretty but dirty. what he does on the rink is just, is horrible. So just to, just from a penguins standpoint, which isn't isn't the the biggest of offend uh, team that he's damaged over the years, but 2016 he had a horrible. I just watched all these videos back, and they were they were so bad. I'm just like, how is this guy still, you know, not a, not in prison? Like, let's just put it, let's get him in there. Why not? Um, Connor Sherry just gave him a nice knee on knee contact in 2016. Took him down uh, in 2018. Brian Dumoulin. took a nice tom wilson elbow to the head um and the no suspension next game breaks zach aston reese jaw and gives him a concussion and uh and then if anybody remembers last year uh he had from the rangers it was buchnevich on the ground gave him the nice Mm -hmm. looking steve moore punch to the back of the head with his head in the ice and then threw artemi panarin down on the ice like a rag doll Meanwhile, the next game, because uh, nothing, there was no suspension after that. The next game, if you remember, was where they uh, dropped the puck, opening face off. Everyone was fighting right yeah. away. It was, and that I actually, I changed think for that moment because that was sick. <laughs> that actually changed the whole uh, image of the Rangers because they cleared out the front office because they didn't feel like they'd constructed a uh, tough enough roster and they brought in new management and brought in um, Reeves in the off season to kind of yep. be the answer to Thomas and so Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And and he's not just hated by penguins fans. I mean, he's, I know he's a, he's a uh, greater Toronto area guy, a GTA. Yeah, as they say. You guys are going to love this comment, but uh, Jamie Winship loves the capitals and he himself hates Tom Wilson. Literally nobody listening to this podcast would know who Jamie Winship is, but that's okay. We do. And we appreciate that. <laughs> So thanks, thanks, Richie. Just always okay. remember that Richie selected Jim Harbaugh. Terrible pick. Okay. All right. Well, we've Sam. got two hockey picks in the first five picks, but there's no bias on this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm I'm here to regulate. I'm up next. <laughs> Sam, good good job. Thank you very much, Joe. Who do you got for your uh, Joe's second got two round picks pick? coming up? Uh, Richie's going to like this one. I have a feeling Richie's going to take this if it came back around to him. So I'm going to just take 
lefty Phil Mickelson. Yeah, there you go. That's my next pick. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm swooping in and stealing that draft pick. Uh, I'm not a big golf guy. I don't really care for golf. It's a a fine sport to watch if you're trying to nap, uh, but I don't follow the ins and outs of golf every single day like Richie Christie. But I do know that somehow over the last year, Phil Mickelson went from a major winner to not even being invited to play in the PGA tournaments. Uh, Maybe some lines uh, with the Saudis uh, got a little gray, got a little blurry. I guess Phil can be bought that he has a history of being a notorious gambler uh, like we are, but not, we don't play for the same level. Unless we live in a state where it's prohibited. Unless we say it's, yes. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Phil Mickelson has over the past 368 days uh, been the biggest sleazeball in golf. Richie, am I right or wrong? You are dead on. It is actually wild to see what's happened to him. He went from, like the golden boy, one of the golden boys, of the PGA tour, but also like one of the biggest golf Twitter personalities. Like he was great at interacting with fans. He was so funny. And to see what's happened with him because he got in bed with the Saudis and tried to take down the tour is wild because he lost so many friends too. Like he, he went behind any like coworker he had the last 30 years he's been on tour and tried to cut the legs out of the tour. Uh, and everyone's disowned him, maybe even his wife. So who knows? Is, do you have any facts to back that statement up? But facts to back what statement that up? That his wife has turned her back on him? Because that's a uh, that's a pretty... I mean, I, I want the stay-at-home fad show to be, you know, fact-based. I feel like you have a vendetta for me during this podcast. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on here, but... Um, no, I don't, but you can maybe DM her and cause some problems in marriage. I don't know. Go for it, Dad. <laughs> Richie might have misinterpreted my tone, which was sarcastic as attacking. Richie, I just want to apologize because Move we're, on. All, we're all on. the same team here, you know, except the MSU Michigan thing. But yeah. all right, <laughs> Sam, you get oh, another pick. Oh, oh, I, what, I don't get my two picks? Uh, oh, sorry. I, I said Sam, but I meant Joe. In my heart. You understand how a draft works. Um, All right. My last pick, this is going to be more of a personal one. Uh, But really, when you think about it, uh, I don't know if you remember, (laughs) set your clocks way back to 2006. Wow. Okay. The number one recruit out of high school was a guy named Terrell Pryor. Oh, wow. Dude, I... If you followed this guy's recruiting story, and I did because he was the same graduating class I was, it was a wild recruiting. It was the second year of somebody who we just mentioned, Rich Rodriguez, coming to the University of Michigan, bringing the spread offense. And Terrell Pryor was the prototypical spread quarterback. And it was a crazy recruiting battle between Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State to get him. He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, and pretty much, I remember if, and I'm doing all the research today just to confirm, it was pretty much a done deal that he was going to Michigan. And he waited until after his team won the state championship in basketball and pretty much to the surprise of everybody committed to Ohio State. And if you know the rest of his story, he went on to the Buckeyes, led him to a ton of wins. Michigan absolutely went in the dumpster fire for the next five years. Mm -hmm. And I've always wondered, like, what if Rich Rod would have gotten Terrell Pryor and not the Buckeyes? But then in a total villain move, 
his last year at Ohio State was the year that he got in trouble for signing autographs and getting paid for all this memorabilia. And so he left Ohio State disgraced and sanctioned Jim Tressel pretty right. much got fired because of it. So somehow he managed to not only screw the Wolverines for four years, but also then screw his own school, the Buckeyes, in an ultimate villain move. That's unreal. I mean, it didn't impact them all that much, but yeah, that's that's hilarious. Yeah. So let me get this straight. Harbaugh, who is a household name oh, in America, brother. is a bad pick, but Terrell Pryor's a good one. <laughs> yeah, because yours has no logic to it. I actually laid out, a, I laid out a case for why this guy was actually a villain. Well, uh, I got attacked immediately and wasn't even allowed to, so... Yeah, you just didn't even like it. You just—I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you had a gun to someone's head, do you know Terrell Pryor is? They would be dead. <laughs> well, wow, we've taken this podcast to some dark places. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he didn't didn't really pan out in the NFL. I, I think uh, no, he turned into like a Redskins fourth receiver. I, well, yeah, he, well, he was he was with the Ravens, right, as a backup quarterback, and then uh, he was he was drafted by Raiders, uh, the Raiders, and then yeah. he went to the Seahawks, Chiefs, Bengals, Browns, Browns Redskins, yeah. Jets, Bills, Jags. Unreal! Wow. Most recently in 2019, uh, released from the Jaguars after three days. I think, yeah, that's a uh, good times. Terrell Pryor, if you're if you you know happen to hear this. Hit us up. We'd love to talk to you about, you know, what happened. Uh, <laughs> All right, Sam. Yeah, I'm sure you'd love to. We're uh, we're getting to the end here. Let's uh, let's finish this last and final roundup. Sam, who is your third round pick in the sports villain fantasy sure. draft? Uh, you know, last few years I took up playing soccer as a hobby. Um, <laughs> never played really growing up, and it, I was the goalie. It was fun, uh, competitive, whatever. I was able to be physical, so I enjoyed that. And uh, the things that people don't like about soccer, one of them, to me at least, that really bothered me was anytime I saw guys who would just be on the ground for like pretty much any time longer than five seconds um, would would put off my whatever, my radar. And I'd just be like, this is so stupid. And, pe- they, and then they'd lay there for like 30 seconds a minute. I'm like, what is this? What are we, what are we doing? And uh, Neymar... Uh, for Brazil, I'm just going to go with, uh, oh, this is what I'm going with. Okay. The people I'm who are in the mess sign, by the way, the reason they do this is because the, the reason kids do this, the reason people kids do this, the reason adults do this is because this is what the pros do. It's because of what they've always done. I'm going after Neymar for it. During the first four matches in the 2018 world cup, Neymar spent 14 minutes of those suckers on the ground, like a baby back. You know, uh, and I just I cannot cannot stand for it. That kind of performance is not something I stand for. I mean, for the sake of time, I'm we're gonna, it up. We're gonna give you a freebie as well. But uh, I'll take if, a freebie if you if you would, this guy. if you I'll take a freebie play. if you can name his full name. I mean, he, I don't know if he's goes like by anything Messi, except Lionel Messi. So yeah. it's not like Messi. It's uh, like, do you guys know how much Neymar his contract is? By the way, oh, it's outlandish, like four hundred million trillion dollars. He, he for the 2022 season. Uh, if you're not up with your conversions, he's getting paid for 40, 41,000 pounds. 
but uh, that that just goes to the American dollar to fifty one million dollars this season. Wow, good for him. I mean, yeah, half of it on the ground, so really good. Probably yeah. more than Terrell Pryor made on that memorabilia. I would say, yeah. Well, I mean, there's lots of things to say about that, but for the sake of time, we're going to say Richie, who is your third round fantasy? Is this my last pick? This is your last pick. So make it better than. Okay. I was going to go with another Michigan. I was going to go with another Michigan pick, but for the sake of you guys not losing your minds, I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving. That's a good one. Uh, I think Kyrie Irving is just the worst human being in the NBA. I mean, this dude, not only does he just like quit a team every three years, at least LeBron <laughs> leaves and tries to build him. Kyrie just cries and gets traded and put on a new team. What about Flips like when he, when he, when he went to Boston and he was like, I'm going to be a Celtic for life. I want my name in the rafters, blah, blah, blah. And then literally it was like, all right, I'm out. See ya. And then he gets teamed up with a, with a dream team with Durant. Harden, who else did they sign? They had like Lamarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, like they had like Ben the be- Simmons, and, and then he he just puts his foot down and doesn't get the vaccine, and it ends up screwing his whole team over. Regardless of what you think about the vaccine, you literally just affected like fifteen other guys' lives and moved their families across the country to like go compete for a title, and yeah. they never found what they needed to find this year. And they they without question had the most talent in the NBA. Like I know the Warriors are probably going to win it all but from a from a position by position standpoint like the, oh, for the sure. nets were the most talented team by far and he's just a bum and i don't know if you guys know this he has a, a twitch stream and uh it's kind of funny some of the clips that come out but he 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 just he can never just take it on the chin he's just always smack talking fans yeah. and, and it's never his fault everything. it's always somebody else's fault yeah big I flat earther as well that. can't stand him and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was gonna say. He's a flat earther. He, like, he might have oh walked that gosh, back. What kind of what kind of beans you got to be on to think that's real? But he might have yeah. walked that back a little bit in recent years. But I know he was pretty ardent in that. Yeah, stance. probably because he got in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Well, guys, oh, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna conclude our sports villain fantasy draft spectacular bonanza whatever this is called with my final pick. And I'm going to go Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman. I mean, such a versatile basketball player could cover anybody could out rebound anybody. So just one of those guys that if you're a fan of an opposing team, like you just hate to see Dennis Rodman on the court because you know that he's just going to torch your team on the boards and uh, in, in his own defensive end. And, uh, but he was one of those guys that just played on that line kind of between crazy and too far, you know, like not um, good and bad, but like crazy and too far. He was just, you never knew what he was going to do. Uh, pretty eccentric in terms of the hair color and, um, you know, not well necessarily it had a lot of off the court issues that he had to deal with, but he knew how to get under opponent's skin. He knew how to rile up fans. And, uh, you know, the infamous leaving the playoff series to go to Vegas. Um, if you've ever watched, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I guess, they I guess the, so. They were at the Panthers players. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Panthers players who lost tonight because they were at a strip club until 3am last night. So, but anyways, all right, well, 
guys, that was good for some of us. Here's looking at you, Thaddeus, and bad for others. I won't I won't call anybody out, but okay. maybe maybe we'll I'm never tag teamed in our group chat when Michigan comes up ever. Maybe producer Sam can help us out with a graphic and we can get a vote and see who has the best sports Ooh. villain draft of all, all right. time. Yeah. You don't have any soccer fans, so I'm I won't win. Yeah, I mean Neymar was a pretty brutal pick, I'll be honest. No, but there's also probably four more hockey fans, so Honestly, Harbaugh was probably a better pick than Neymar, and that's saying something because wow. Harbaugh was a bad pick. <laughs> Harbaugh is not a bad pick. No one likes him. I'm going to text my soccer watching friends and see what they say. Yeah, just get them to go follow at Stay At Home Thad on Wait. Instagram. Turn that around for yourself, dude. To listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, to rate and review to share it everywhere that you can. That's what you should tell your friends because that's what I'm telling you, the listener, to do as well. Thanks. Thanks, Jabronis, for joining. This was fun. Richie, I'm sorry if we hurt your feelings. We'll try not to do that next time. No, it's you guys live in a... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Literally making my argument for me right there. Thank All right. You. For Richie Ricardo, for producer Sam, for the keto grill guy, Joe... I would like to say thanks so much for tuning in this week, and I will talk to you later. Peace.